Blog Talk Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself, and you are officially listening to Russell Cast Radio. Hello there, this is the aerial assassin Will Osprey coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. Hope you guys are having a good day. God bless. Here we go. Alex, and and this is another day to discuss some wrestling. This is, I think, our first like morning morning show, isn't it? Not morning, but yeah, I it's guess been morning. A, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I am one for the eleven thirty. Woo! Yeah, this this doesn't usually happen. Um, man, there's there's so much. But a lot stuff going on, up. and there's a, a lot, lot of, of bad interesting stuff. Interesting good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. I'm I'm excited too. 
um, 1 a.m. this morning coming up here. So in uh, uh, 13 and a half hours, we get the final night of the A block of the DDT Grand Prix. And then tomorrow at 11, or actually, yeah, then at 11 p.m. that night, so almost the same day, uh, the final night of Block B. So I'm excited. Sets up for the finals on the 28th before their uh, the fun tag show they always do with Big Japan on, yep. on New Year's Eve at Cork. And, and then uh, and I'm going to be also, coming in uh, strong and late and, and watch those finals. So we, we have that to discuss uh, for next week's show there. Very excited yeah. to just dive right in and be like, boom. Yeah, it's, you know, the, the, the deal has been an easy watch this, this year because uh, I'm looking over my, my list here. And they, Where's they, the so talent? They, like, is it legit six wrestlers this in this tournament? Because like, I feel block. bad for Kento because where's his pool of talent that, that he can wrestle? It seems like he's wrestled multiple times this year already. What what are we looking into in 2020 here, Ryan, for Mr. Kento I mean, Miyahara, who was a finalist <laughs> in 2019 Tokyo Wrestler of the Year? So, so um, the fi- the finals of the 28th is for the DDT Grand Prix deal, and they're only doing seven guys in a block. So it's it's Kaisuke Ishii, Yuki Ueno, Yuki Ino, Kanosuke Takashita, Tetsuya Endo, Chris Brooks, and from Sendai Girls, Chihiro Hashimoto. So it's, oh, this is the DDT one. That's right. Yeah. And then, that's okay. I, I, was, I, was, I was reading about the tag league a little earlier ago. I watching oh, nothing world, but yeah. wrestling since 8.30, so, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I got some, Welcome to some Friday. shit to say about the real tag league that drives me up a wall, too. Um, <laughs> just, you just wait. Uh, B-Block was uh, <laughs> Naomi Oshimura, who I'm excited got a shot. Masato Tanaka, who's looked like this is 20 years ago in this tournament. Soma Takao, Harashima, Yukio Sakaguchi, Daisuke Sasaki, and then, unfortunately, Bull James, but I mean, <laughs> these shows are easy. So on the 29th, there were six matches. The 30th, there were six matches. On December 1st, there's only three matches on the show. December 5th, there was four. December 8th, there was six again. Uh, the 9th, there was six. And then the 10th, there was five. And then now the show tonight on the 14th uh, coming up in the morning is only three. And then on okay. the 15th, it's only three again. So, I mean, they're easy shows, which is really nice. Um, to kind of get through, but there's been some randomness. Like Ray Paloma, of all people, won the uh, the GDT Iron Metal Heavyweight from Antonio <laughs> Honda. Yeah, I lost it back to Makoto Oishi. But I'm like, why is Ray Paloma here? This, I, I didn't think they were running shows in Shinjuku Face, but apparently I might be wrong. But man, this deal. I mean, it's it's going to be a nice show tonight. Uh, Kanosuke Takashita, Chris Brooks. Tetsuya nice. Endo and Kaisuke Ishii, and then Yuki Ino is taking on Chihiro Hashimoto. And then tomorrow, it's Harashima Masato Tanaka, Daisuke Sasaki, Naomi Yoshimura, and then Soma Takao and Yuki Sakaguchi. So they, they were smart, and they got Bull James done before the, the last night. So and it's, it's, it's pretty close. I mean, a lot of these are pretty close, too. So, I mean, you're going to have a good time watching some of these shows. Yeah, and it's been a it's been a minute since I watched a, a good DDT tournament. So, um, and and some matches from what about over a month ago. So, very excited to dive right in. Uh, you know, as we end 2019 here. Now, now let me ask you this too. Oh, by the way, just just in case anyone's curious that hasn't gotten all the way or isn't caught up, uh, Takashita Endo went four and a half. Obviously, they they do what they do best, and they tore the house down. And I think mm-hmm. it was like a one camera uh, venue too. It was like Ooh. there was. 
two of them that were only one camera. Because the one from the 10th, I haven't watched it yet because it hasn't dropped, and I don't know why. Um, so it's kind of kind of intriguing. I, I, so, I mean, I, I kept tabs on the results just because I wanted to make mm-hmm. sure I kind of knew where everybody was going into the final night here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and I guess it's, it's one of the, like, Harashima, Bull, James, whatever. Um, I don't know. I was intrigued to see Takashita and Hashimoto. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a nice tournament. I mean, they're, they're, they're working their ass off, but I do mm-hmm. want to ask you, Alice, before we jump into everything, um, on this potpourri of wrestling, um, <laughs> Alex, Alex has a, has a good list here. I'm kind of the, the, the dumbass sitting in the, in the back who didn't, didn't do his homework. So I'm going to be jumping off the cusp and fly here. But speaking of homework, did you get to attack that any of that list I sent you? Um, which list? The uh, one where we're going to talk about the the rivalry that defined this past decade in professional wrestling, which we'll get into in a bit, or the list of uh, Jap- uh, Japanese shows that I just yes. came across. Um, and unfortunately, no, since I was in a Curb Your Enthusiasm season nine Ooh. binge, which I haven't binged anything like that in a long time. That's okay. Uh, and then, uh, which was nice yesterday, so that took up my whole morning, noon. Um, rewatched the challenge final, so that opens my Wednesday night slot to record NXT. Oh, that happened this week. I didn't got to watch that still. Thank you for reminding me. I, uh, I appreciate that. Uh-oh. I think Alex just got challenged off. Did you get voted off or whatever? Dang, they they threw Alex to the curb. They were pissed. They're like, "How dare you? How dare you bring that up?" You know that this is that's one show that me and Alex did not know that we both watched. I think was the the challenge, which uh, I I don't know if it's something that that most people our age watch either. But hey, I I had fun checking it out. I forgot. So like I'm like guys, I'm still i've tried to watch nxt and AEW i think three times now this week and i still haven't managed to get through garza leo rush because i've fallen asleep every time and it's not because the match is bad because these guys are doing some this is this match reminds me a lot of 2001 tna week nwa tna with amazing red versus loki where they're doing like cutting off the ring spots and throwing kicks and ducking and it looks like an action movie and uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised by it, but for whatever reason, every time I try to go through this, I just I, I start watching it way too late. And since I start watching it way too late, I never seem to actually finish the match. So I mean, I, I'm probably the first six minutes into Rush Garza four times. Excuse me, three or four times now. Which I was kind of the same way. Sorry, I went on this long thing and I was like, what? Crickets. That was amazing. Boom. I was like, oh, <laughs> internet in the afternoon here apparently blues. But um, yeah, no, uh, Russian Garza, my gosh. Um, you know, of course, I heard a little of the chatter. Didn't get to watch it until uh, about an hour ago. Um, but that's a way how you start to show. And now that I, you know, it, to me, it just kind of clicked. Smart move by NXT, Ryan, utilizing the 205 Live talent. You know, of course, the future of that show is unknown, but let's be real. They'll probably cut it because uh, with with NXT having that additional hour, you could insert the 205 yep. talent, as as we saw. And, you know, unfortunately for Akira Tozawa, he can continue to get thrown around on Mondays, but hopefully it leads to more exposure later on for him as well. 
to, to showcase his talents. But I think 205 Live talent, awesome, awesome move to put on NXT. It's just a perfect fit. I, my goal is to get AEW and NXT from this week finally watched today. But, but like I, I would, right before you got, you got hit with that lariat, I, uh, mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking about how I don't think men our age watch the challenge and tell people about it, but we realized we both watched it. Oh, and it's amazing. I was like, oh, damn, well, I, I didn't watch the, the one from Wednesday. So, unfortunately, that might be why I might end up watching that before. Oh, did, did you watch the, the first night of uh, the, the final? Yeah, where they're carrying the, the bags on the board. The bag. That, that guy How? who I hate fainted. Polly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Polly seems that, like the ex-boyfriend of, like... <laughs> Your current girlfriend that you just want to punch in the face, who's just always he, around. When he uh, when he like faded, I was like, just leave his ass there and let the scorpions get him. Oh, that would have been, <laughs> been fantastic. But how uh, swerve of a season? I mean, in in all wrestling aspects, this has been a a crazy ass year for the challenge. So many different. Again, I'm going to use the term swerves, utilizing U.S you know, talent switching sides, you know, to be becoming turncoats to go on the UK team. Um, and, and just even people that are, you know, with other people on the same team. And then Rogan will just say it, Rogan throwing his, the, the chick that he's with D just saying, yeah, she's the weak link. Let's, let's just get rid of her. And he's, you know, <laughs> hooking up with her the whole time they're there. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad that the two, uh, U.S. to U.K. turncoats are winning because I didn't oh, like totally. the guy at first, but now I like. Now I'm like, okay, this guy's tight. I I agree. I was not a Jordan fan. Uh, Callie would always talk about how amazing Jordan was. She she's watched this stuff, you know, for for years prior to me. I'd watch it off and on, you know. Of course, I grew up with the Real World and of course the Challenge. But we'll watch the challenges um, off and on, and uh, it's it's good to kind of get back into it over the last you know four or five years. So some yeah, some fun I've stuff, and it. it's it's a lot of work to do yeah. all that. So like you guys kudos are, to those athletes. It's uh some man, maybe I have to do that after. Um, I guess it is what it is. But thankfully, I did get like that was my thing last night because we were talking about maybe just going on last night, guys. And I was like, you know what? I really want to get caught up on this DDT because mm-hmm. if I can finish it, I can watch the two last night like live if I want to. And yep, especially yep. too with with um block B going live at eleven o'clock on Saturday night, um two AM Sunday morning is is the um the Dragon Gate uh final gate show which has Ben Kane and Rookie Doi, Ata and Big R against Yamato and BB Hulk. It's got the nice. triangle gate. And the one that I'm really excited for it's got Kaido excuse me, Kaido Ashida and Jason Lee for the Brave Gate. So I can get a whole jam pack load of wrestling crash and get up because the Vikings don't play till three. So I, uh, <laughs> that, that like worked out perfectly. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, but you yeah, know, and also I forgot I rearranged my whole downstairs because we're gonna swap stuff because we're we're having a shindig on New Year's Eve, and then I was uh-huh. like, wait, we don't have a long enough cable for the internet. And so I haven't hooked up anything back, like the Bose, the Xbox. And then we, uh, for New Japan, I, I can't find my the, the back end, the extension portion of the Fire Stick anywhere. No idea where it went. It, it's like it just got off. 
unplugged itself and just ran away because it was just watching too much New Japan and uh, Pluto TV. So, um, well, so thankfully, got to get one for Wrestle Kingdom unless we, we, we do well, it live. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the one. That's the thing too is, I mean, if you if you do come up for for Wrestle Kingdom like you were talking about, it'll be it'll be good then because yeah, we'll, we'll have everyone here and we'll, we'll be crushing the. Uh, you know, okay, so. So let's let's kind of look into this here now that we've had 17 minutes of MTV banter and randomness. Um, and that's good. That's what we're all about here on, our, on our WrestleCast Radio. Follow us yeah. at WrestleCast underscore SSM. We like to talk like media. we're real human beings, not saying the big dog every five minutes. We, you said <laughs> you said for content wise we should talk TLC. Okay, so we can talk TLC. Not good. Yeah, I'm they had matches. <laughs> There's a card. I'm still not going. Doof, Doof goes, are you going to TLC? And I gave him a four-letter asterisk word that starts with F and no. And I said, I might as well take 50 bucks and just let Sydney play with it, and I'd probably have more entertainment. Yeah. Um, you could Scrooge uh, McDuck him, put him, get it all in pennies, and throw in, like, a the smallest kiddie pool. Put yeah, him in, like, a cool hat. Give him a cane. Monocle. We could take care of that. It'd be way more entertaining than watch um, the – Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. That match is gonna suck. <laughs> Holy shit, that's gonna. I don't suck. know if it, I don't know if it sucks, but it's just the crowd's gonna just not give a damn because it's not the fiend. It's Bray Wyatt. Why does Minneapolis always get screwed? Yeah, we got AJ Styles, Finn Balor, too sweet in the middle of the ring. Ryan's slouched down in his seat, not giving two Fs uh, or the uh, four letter asterisk that starts with that. Um, and, and then, of course, we got, which was an amazing moment, an amazing, you know, three-week build, the Shield versus the Wyatt family back at Chamber, what, four or five years ago, an amazing, amazing live moment there. Um, but besides that, what, SummerSlam 99, and, and that's about it, WWE style? So, like, somebody, somebody said this to me, and I want to get your thought about it, and I like, they take away the hottest character, Ryan, of The Fiend, and say, nope, you get Bray Wyatt. Well, and, like, I understand, like, they're trying to do something different. Like, what, it, my thought is they're probably keeping Daniel Bryan for The Fiend and The Fiend for Rumble. So, okay, mm-hmm. fine, I understand. Big show, yep. you want to save your big match, whatever. But every time Bray Wyatt has really, like, started getting into a program or an angle um, and starting to pick up momentum... You get bugs screenshotted on the ring. <laughs> well, that, yeah, I mean that's kind of exactly where I'm going. Like, he always lets you down. Like a Bray Wyatt angle never has a good finish, and then he's just gone for a while. Whether they take him off TV and then repackage him, or he's injured. Mm-hmm. So, like, I agree what? with the injury thing, but I, I'd say he tries his damnedest, and and isn't it more creative and and the production style value that kind of lets it down because yeah they're trying to make this character over the top yes very 80s and 90s if you will with the you know the the leader of a quote-unquote cult-esque type family you know with the Wyatt family and then the supernatural aspect of sister Abigail and then you know of course we we have many incarnations now the fiend I like, I, I get it. He's kind of trapped, but, I mean, you can't exactly go back to being Husky Harris. You can't really, you know, kind of do something else. With the, After the long hiatus he had prior to becoming The Fiend, which, let's be real, it kind of changed the game. It made the WWE interesting. Those those Firefly Funhouses at the beginning were a little 
interesting. You had the, the three-minute laughter aspect. I remember on the first one, and everyone was like, huh? And I was like, ah, that's that, that's kind of neat. I get it. Um, and then it just evolved and evolved, and, and you got to give them credit for that. But like you said, we've seen this before. It comes to the match work, and, and you know, it's it's kind of paint by numbers, one, two, three. But in the end, I mean, I think it's a lot more hands in the jar that's always made him look foolish in the long run. Like, again, bugs being plastered, houses being burned down. And being um, Sister Abigail. Uh, Randy Orton's, you know, uh, his five o'clock shadow. So, you know, it it, it all varies on on that aspect, but I wouldn't put the the blame 100% on him. You know what I think the other problem is, too? Like, obviously with this company, I'm I'm at the point now where I can watch a match and I'll go, ah, that was fun, but I don't care anymore. So, like, I can't – like, I I haven't been able to, like – physically get invested and go, Oh my God, on a main roster match in so long, maybe probably elimination chamber last year was the last time I was like, Holy shit, this is great. You know, the women's chamber, or the whole, uh, Kofi Kingston, the the Kofi one, the men's like, I will say this to WWE's credit because they screwed everything else up. At least they got it right. And didn't not have Kofi win. Maybe like, at least they were smart enough to do that. But like, all these other things, I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I see this, this Firefly Funhouse stuff now, and I just kind of roll my eyes. And I'm like, this isn't entertaining to me anymore. And, mm-hmm. and like, why, you know, it's, it's this thing I said, you know, a month or whatever ago to you, before, before Chamber, which might have had the worst match of this decade, since we're talking decade stuff. Um, why is Seth Rollins scared of a guy that he beat like six months ago, like three weeks in a row on Raw. Yeah, yeah. So oh, gosh. It's because he's wearing a mask that it looks like he's putting his crotch through. Like, it's like he's wearing this pervert mask. And <laughs> Pervert <laughs> mask? What? There's, there's a podcast I was listening what, to. What is this? The Butcher and the Blade? Who is this? The Butcher? <laughs> um, I was podcast. Oh, you didn't say to. you didn't see AEW, I apologize. Oh, yeah, he's I wearing that. a pervert mask. Uh, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, Maybe um, it was in honor of the 25th anniversary of Pulp Fiction. I I don't know. Oh, I get what he's wearing. Oh, that's tight. Oh man, he's gonna take someone else back. Um, <laughs> um, it was uh, I think it was on uh, uh Russell Omakase. This uh, this guy John Carroll. We've we've had Twitter interactions with him before. You may have read some of his stuff. And he does, like, the last, like, eight shows of the year he does, he'll do, like, uh, all DDT end of the year or, like, all New Japan end of year. And they did a WWE one a couple weeks ago. And uh, he asked one of the guys on the show, he goes, are you going to buy the $6,500 Bray Wyatt belt? And he goes, yeah, I want to buy it just so I can put my bleep through the mouth hole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I don't know why that, for whatever reason, that popped into my head when I started thinking of the mask and that ass. Like his tongue's always flailing through the mask. I don't know. I'm going. That on was that legit. Head. Did that belt really cost sixty five hundred on Shaft? Like, yeah, or was that a, a meme? I, no, I, it's, I just it's hundred because who's because, that stupid to spend that on a belt? Well, you're spending it because it's made personally on order by Tom Savini himself and then he autographs it. 
That's cool. Okay. But still, just throwing 6,500 on there? I mean, I, does it come with a lantern? If it came with a lantern, then I'd say maybe, yes, I, I will spend that. And, and it's got, like, two clasps on the back, like a, like a weightlifting belt would? Oh, okay. So you're saying you can get two first-class tickets to Tokyo, go to Wrestle Kingdom 14 both nights, probably get, like, I don't know, seventh row elevated, because you be on the floor that's that's just garbage especially in that arena because you, you want to be higher up you know you gotta yeah, have better advantage point. I um, see so, <laughs> so you can get all that there and then probably go to like nine other shows and still walk away with two thousand <laughs> yeah or you can over get a belt i mean tom Savini's tight don't get me wrong but but man now i want to watch oh. from dusk till dawn <laughs> but my other problem is when it's all said and done, like there was a point where we would we were talking about how Bray Wyatt was getting better and we were enjoying his stuff, but then he just mm-hmm. kind of plateaued. Like he's not that great, and I don't think that helps. That his now he's even more limited, and he just gets like he's almost like a glorified babyface because he gets his ass kicked the whole time and continues to stand up and then gets a pop. It's like Hulk Hogan. And now they just ran a house show where they did a steel cage match between Bray or the Fiend and Shinsuke Nakamura where the Fiend was a face. Really? Like, I just, like, I don't, which makes me wonder, great, does that mean we get heel Seth Rollins versus the, like, I don't know, man. Like, they're different shows. I guess it doesn't work, but. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, maybe it's just my lack of care, but I'm just, I don't, I don't, I don't like watching the, the TLC red light special match every pay-per-view. It's just, it's <laughs> stupid. And then, and then even Bray Wyatt was like, yeah, I hate wrestling with the red light. Like he doesn't even like it. Like but he it's, openly it, said that. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine, um, like, yeah, why? Like, how could that not affect you going in? I mean, 10 minutes of just that there. I, if I was a patron, I, I, I would be very pissed oh, if, if that was just on like, there. Um, it looks like when how the light was on with it's, uh, – they're saying it looks like when the light was on with Styles Orton at Mania when nobody could oh, see anything. Oh, gosh. That's, oh, my said gosh, it looks like. yeah. So everybody in the upper can't see the match. They don't know what's going on. Why? Like, what? I mean, I, I get the aura aspect, but no, like, maybe once, that one time in the cell, maybe the first time, but yeah, they, they got to cut it. Good job. Maybe Bray got his way, and that's why we're getting Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan, or uh, The Miz at, at TLC. Oh, man, that match. Who is going to carry that match? <sighs> oh, my goodness. I mean, to be fair, the, the, you, you saw Raw, right? Or SmackDown last week, sorry. SmackDown? Um, the one, oh wait, today's Friday. I, I saw when, when The Miz was freaking out because Bray you Wyatt. You saw the picture? <laughs> yeah. You gotta, then, I mean, the, the picture was kind of cool. But I mean, when I look at this promo poster and it's a Bray Wyatt and The Miz, I'm just like, that's going to sell, huh? Because they're, they're selling their front row tickets now for like 500 bucks. And I'm like, huh. You can still buy second row behind the announce table for this pay-per-view. I looked on wow. Access yesterday. 
who's going to have more in the crowd, um, TLC or this past uh, Wednesday's AEW? Kidding, kidding. <laughs> they sold over 4,000 tickets. Yeah, AEW's numbers on attendance. And, and like to be fair, I figured that was going to happen, you know, after that initial buzz went. But, yeah. I mean, there's still – I mean, the, the, the advantage with those shows is they still look big time because of the venue – and the crowds mm-hmm. are always hot for everything. I mean, they're like they're like a nice ECW crowd. We're an yeah. ECW crowd. It's ECW crowds times six. I mean, in, in well, reality, and yeah, they pop for everything. They just don't tell you you screwed up when you do. They just mm-hmm. oh, it's okay. The the librarian fell. Yeah, you know, like they just cheer <laughs> <sure> anyway. <laughs> I mean, and and kudos. I mean, to be fair, if you're a promoter, that's the fans you want. Yeah. I mean, you don't want fans, WWE fans, like everybody would, would complains about how, why are people in Japan so quiet at these shows? I think WWE fans are quieter than Japanese crowds at this point. I have never seen probably that, over like, the last five years. You it, watch it seems a like raw they're just more quieter. People are sitting on their hands. Mm-hmm. Going like, to Raw's and SmackDown's, it's it's not a lot. You know, you, you, you know, over the last couple of years I've I've gone, I'm just like, I'm like the one like cheering like a mark. I'm like, yeah, you know, trying to get into the show, you know, being a, a positive force in there. And I'm just like, oh, no one else is. All right. Cool. Well, I am that guy. That's like, hey. Go Rusev. <laughs> but, I don't but, know. No, I mean, th- does that bother you that people are throwing pictures out trying to, quote unquote, I don't know about but to say, hey, look, Marks, you know, they're not as hot as they are when, I mean, let's be real, the oversaturation of wrestling within all these, you know, intertwining cities. Hell, AEW just announcing another pay-per-view in Chicago. Yes, legit yeah. downtown Chicago this time, not not near Schaumburg there um, over at the Sears Center, but uh, part of C2E2, uh, Chicago's own uh, Comic-Con, um, which has been growing uh, substantially over the last uh, four years in, in Chicago getting Supreme, uh, supreme talent. Uh, the Bucks and Kenny Omega AEW were part of it last year, um, so they're uh, continuing continuing this uh, by having uh, their show Ryan on. You know, it's leap year, so February 29th. Uh, pretty damn cool there. But again, what did I say? This is the fifth show in Illinois in over the last 18, 18 months. If you count all in, that just seems like a lot, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, but it's the like hot tech- market. You know. Um- you had Ross, SmackDown, NXT, Full Gear. You had Survivor Series. You have Evolve that just ran. You had an MLW pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. AAW just ran a big show where ACH made an appearance, which was huge, even though I guess he retired again already. Um, you know, you, you mentioned they're coming back for another pay-per-view. They run the AEW show. I mean, like, there is so like. The crowd numbers are down because I think people are just mm-hmm. like, we need a break. Yeah. <laughs> no, no more tours of Chicago for for any professional wrestling for for at least six months.
Unfortunately, there we go. Got disconnected here. Um, but it looks like we're kick. having our own. What's up? <laughs> I got uh, Fat Tony wasn't happy when I was complaining about attendance in Chicago. When I was like, oh, they, my bad. Um, he was like, Erk. just got waxed. <laughs> But think about it. You had Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with wrestling shows. And the, mm-hmm. the Saturday before was an MLW pay-per-view. And then a ball yep. just ran. Like, that's a little much. <laughs> like, I understand WrestleMania weekend or, like, when we were in Tokyo for Wrestle Kingdom, the, the whole point is to go to how many shows can I possibly go to in like a 10 day stretch, you know, mm-hmm. or an, a seven day stretch, we hit nine. That was the goal to, you know, all Japan, Noah, DDT. I want to see everything. Tokyo Joshi Pro. So, but just in like a common everyday and it's big time companies, like <coughs> that's not cheap either. No, gosh, no. I like, mean, I, I, I was looking at right. for the, the four day E package for Survivor Series and you could find some, you know, kind of uh, lower section, you know, like R rows or whatever. And it was like 300 or whatnot. And I was like, well, that's not really too shabby. I mean, you get four quality shows or two quality shows. Yeah, 75 um, and, bucks a ticket's not bad. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, hey, that's, you know, again, not, not, not too shabby there. So, you know, you have that. But, you know, for some people, that's not you know, feasible. And like you said, AEW, you know, kind of coming up all the time. And then there's so many other shows, you know, now, especially in the Chicago area, you know, with warrior wrestling running one here tonight, um, you know, over at Marian Catholic, but you know, just so much where it's just like, how do these independent companies now who, who should be, you know, probably having their prices up, you know, I guess you can't blame them when they're at 50, 60 bucks you know, you know, you're getting supreme, more supreme talent, just not, you know, Tracy Smothers and, and uh, Sabu at, at 50. Um, <laughs> you know, you're, you're getting legit, you know, uh, talent over the last, you know, five years. So it makes sense. But again, it just builds, builds and builds. So um, it'll be interesting how Chicago's fatigue, you know, kind of, you know, uh, especially for its its fans uh, plays out in, in 2020. But uh, again, what's great about them is the crowd we're always hot and, and it's always a fun time. And, and, you know, even that Monday night raw in Chicago was, was pretty, pretty legit. And, and unfortunately just has been downhill ever since. Well, so I, one take I've heard shooting um, angles online. And I actually kind of agreed with this was, you know, obviously they still need to do a lot to get me to care. So mm-hmm. it didn't, that doesn't help. And that's, that's one thing I'll always say right now with WWE is, you know, I, I can watch a, a match and I just, I don't have interest because I don't care. So I just can't stay invested in it. And mm-hmm. when, when they shot that angle on Monday where, you know, Rollins turned around in the car and was the guy with the AOP or whatever. And mm-hmm. terrible job hiding yourself after you just talked about how you had a broken finger and then we can see that bandage on your hand. So that didn't help. But, like, after he unveiled himself, if this was 96 or something, they would have ended the show right there. Yes. And you would have went, oh, wow, he did do it. Oh, now i got to wait till next week to watch it. No, instead, he comes out and cuts a promo 20 minutes later. What the hell? What's the <laughs> after denying. That he was a part of it 40 minutes before that. 
that he had yeah, any involvement with AOP. And and here's even the worst part is we're gonna throw nine swerves in four segments. It's like what? Well, no one cares. And then they have like three more matches still. I'm like, wait, oh my god, this is three hours. I'm like, you had your finish. You had yeah. the end of your show, and you you just didn't do it. Even if that's the end of hour two, and then you show what? nothing of it, then yeah, you know, again, you, you build it up to the following week there. Instead of, oh, you're dragging it three more segments. Well, and it gets me, too, because, like, you're turning this guy heel, and he's got a broken hand, and he pulls out of a wrestling match because he's mad Kevin Owens didn't believe him. No, if you're turning him heel... Say, I can't wrestle because my, my pinky's broken. Mm-hmm. Use the, you know, what happened to simple booking? I, um, oh, a, a lot, I would it. say, happened to, to simple booking. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. This thing was gift wrap for them, and they, they dropped it again. This is ridiculous. I mean, Bobby Lashley <laughs> said it right. <laughs> Did it right this Monday when it is ridiculous. I mean, I I couldn't believe that that was on my TV screen. I was like, he's saying everything we're thinking. Not only with that, but everything that you just talked about within the whole Seth Rollins reveal. Because he's slamming his Survivor Series and we're like, all right, we're seeing this again. That's fine. He's chopping everyone down. Okay, cool. And then the next week, no, I'm good, guys, which were like, okay, obviously. And then the obviously came into fruition, but again, was played out in 17 different segments. And you're just like, oh well, God. like you always say, we're not stupid. We're not dumb. We're, we're not cheap, even though they think we are. And it's just like, I mean, what else can you do? I mean, AOP is a, a damn good tag team, but but that was on the, the NXT level. That was on the, the dot-com, the network. We, when, we, when we've when we seen AOP on the main roster, what, they were losing? They were getting, you yeah. know, they were not squashing. They were the squashers at times. And he was like, <laughs> well, why should I care? Why should this man improve these two guys coming off of injury? And, and being back on the main roster since that injury, which I forgot if, if it was Tokar or Razor, I always forget. Um, but with Master, that thing, it's just time. like, how is he going to make them better? But, hey, that's up to Seth Rollins, and we'll see if he can elevate AOP, Authors of Pain, into a dominant <clears throat> tag team, which I think they need on in WWE because all the other, you know, uh, federations uh, are, are kind of killing it. Well, it's, it's like I said, like, especially Big all, Japan. Boom! Oh, hell yeah, man! Well, no, now that Daichi Hashimoto's their champion, no. ah, I, I cannot <laughs> handle that anymore. But like, like you said, how they think we're stupid? Like that's what bothers me. How people are like, oh man, they they better do Cody versus MJF at, at the next pay per view. Why? Yeah, you they shouldn't touch for a year. So. Uh, uh, Somebody brought up a perfect point. Sabu and Taz from ECW was the biggest feud in that company, and they didn't even touch each other for like a nope. year and a half. I don't under like WWE's got everyone so like thinking everything's got to be done a certain way that people can't grasp their head around being able to have a feud while mm-hmm. still not liking somebody. Like, why can't Cody go and do something with still tying into MJF? It's no and you got to give him give him credit to you know then sidetracking that with the the butcher blade. I mean, 
where, yeah, yeah their debut was a little like head scratching to some and, and it wasn't to, to the other, but at least it's just, you know, Hey, you remember this hot feud where we're going to go into this direction here. And, you know, you get a little answer to what you're talking about when you watch this, this week's episode of dynamite, but um, it'll be interesting where they go for sure. Well, like David, like David played out. um, I, I saw Darby Allen tweeted, you know, Cody, if you need a partner, you know, I'll be the guy to help you. But when we yeah. win, I, I want my rematch from our draw. Nice. Like, they're, they're tying, like, oh, cool, you're just mm-hmm. tying something in from the summer. Like, it's not hard. To, people aren't stupid. And it's just like you said, WWE thinks their fans are idiots, so they have to, like, okay, we want to make sure that people know that Randy Orton and AJ Styles are feuding, so they're going to wrestle 74 times in two weeks. Before the pay-per-view. Because, <laughs> yeah, and then they're gonna have a pay per view match, and then they're gonna rematch on Raw the next night just because we no, want no, to make no. sure. No, no, no. Then they're gonna tag it. team with each other on Raw the next night. Oh yeah, God forbid you got You have to stick that in there. Then they somehow beat the uh, the tag champs, become the tag <laughs> champions because AJ's got no title, and then of course Orton RKO's him, turns heel for the umpteenth of kajillion time, which hey, no no problem there, and then we're all good. Yeah, it's, is, Orton, like, is Orton a face in this? Because isn't oh, the yeah. club supposed to be, did, you know... Did she what? like how he cutely winked at him? I saw that part. Oh, winking such a heelish, dastardly move, though. I mean, I... Man, that's crazy. Um, So, I don't know. Do you want do you want a preview TLC? Oh, totally. Let's... let's All do right. I, I don't... Over, under. If, if, if... I don't know if you know both cards... Um, we're we're gonna gauge an interest on in what you would rather watch between Ring of Honor's final battle with oh, tonight and TLC okay. tables, ladders, and chairs because uh, I, I think you might be surprised by your answer. All right, you you do you want to pull up both cards and then? Oh, I got them me... all pulled up. We we got. Right, uh, we'll, let me we'll, ask we'll you the final battle. First. Let me ask yeah. you this question first, real quick. How yeah. many matches are on final battle? Final battle, um, as I can see, they have 10. How many matches are on TLC? Uh, so far, seven, with a rumor of two more um, uh, allegedly coming uh, to light tonight on SmackDown. Okay, so we have 10 and we have nine matches. Okay, mm-hmm. now this is going to be, you're going to have to do a little quick moving around and stuff. So <clears throat> why don't you give me the worst match on final battle and we'll throw that out. And then we'll go match by match for the nine matches and see which one gets more votes. Uh, the worst match on a final battle, I would say it's possibly Dalton Castle and Joe Hendry taking on Silas Young and Josh Woods. The other uh, one okay. would be Angelina well, Love and Brianna Manic. I, I don't give a shit about that tag match. That's a perfect way to start this. Um, yeah. I'm glad – I, I don't know what – Joe Hendry, I don't care about. I didn't care about TNA. Uh, Josh Woods, whatever. Uh, Silas Young, I just don't really care about anymore. Dalton Castle's kind of fallen off. The boys already went to the E. They're gone. Um, <laughs> they were like, thanks, guys. They went performance center. They already posted a T-shirt or a T-shirt pick on the PC center. So, yep. <laughs> see you out of their Tate Twins over and out. Um, so, let's do that. So, so get so so go to the next one, grab the worst TLC and the worst final battle, and let's go head to head like we're doing an NXT and AEW war battle, 
and I'm going to pull out a, a notepad and I'm going to write down which show is going to get more votes. This is going to be an awesome. <laughs> this is like playing like a game like we used to on Sportscast all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, this is like a version of uh, T- NBA on TNT's "What Team He Play For." This is what show you watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is this is going to be interesting because again, I. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the worst match on TLC, I, I would say. Um, possibly could be, this is tough, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say Reigns and Corbin. Ooh, yuck. In a TLC match with no title on the line or nothing to pull out. In a TLC, I mean, you might as well just make it a dog food match. Dog food on Ah! a pole, dog food in a pool match where you have to get knocked down and land in a pool of Elpo. All right, so we got dog food in a in a pool match. What is the ROH counterpart? Um, I would say on that possibly. Oof, I'm going to go Matt Taven versus Vincent, his former ally in whatever gimmick. Oh were. my god! I have to pick one of these. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um. Oh my gosh, this is bad. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. let's go. I'm I know how much you love you. You love you some Matt Taven. I guess I'll go WWE because I'm I'm guessing that there'll be more. Well, if it's Roman Reigns, we're gonna see a lot of barricades be broken. So maybe something we're gonna cool see barricades broken. We're gonna see forearms getting cocked. We're I mean, it's it's gonna be. Oof. Oh. Oh, man, Alex, this game sucks, but this is tight. And that's uh, your main event. That's your rumored oh, main event oh is God. Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin, King Corbin, whatever you want to say, uh, thrones collapsing from underneath. Maybe they utilize the broken throne in this matchup. Um, I mean, and I'm not a, you know, smart that's, you know, poo-pooing on Roman Reigns, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I've seen it on SmackDown. This is a SmackDown match. Baron Corbin again. He he can heal as hard as he can heal, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I could see this match being a little watchable, but only if it's about ten minutes or under. This does to me. This is just going to be an exhaustive type of match that's going to go twenty <laughs> to twenty five minutes when it easily could have cut sixty percent of that. Um, go the Brock yeah, Lesnar in this. That's that's what I say. Just go Brock Lesnar length. I guess the other thought, too, is I have no idea when they fired TKO Ryan, when Vinny Marsalia went to become Vincent, and what happened At first, with the I kingdom. thought it was Soul Train Jones, a.k.a. Virgil, a.k.a. hopeful uh, NWO inductee into the WWE oh, Hall of Fame in 2020, uh, yeah. Vincent, but, but no, I, I forgot they, they broke up. These two matches, and especially with the main event as being the worst match on this card, this is about as bad as when, um, when uh, like the 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 draft experts um, said that um, uh, Hashim Tabit could be the next Dikembe Mutombo, or that Draymond Green's <laughs> counterpart was Jared Dudley. Like that's really? kind of the, or that Rudy Gobert would never be better than Sean Bradley, or 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 the big one, Andrew Wiggins. It would be the next Tracy McGrady. So 
that's kind of what this is looking like here. So, all right, E gets one nod. Kudos to E. Got number eight. Ring of Honor. Number we'll eight. go Ring of Honor uh, next. Uh, next potential bad match. Uh, former, I believe, former tag champions. I, I believe you know a little bit more of their history there. Uh, shout out to Kenny King's newest valet. Um, always getting it in. Uh, Kenny King taking in. Taking on Rhett Titus. Did I have that correct? Were they a tag team? If I remember my yeah, they were the internet. They defeated Hassan Benjamin, Claudio, and Hero, and the Briscoes in a four way for the titles. At Whoa. Was that the right call 20 years ago, do you think? Well, was they it were, 20, I but... didn't. Well, it was probably like 2004. It was like okay. 15 years ago. Um, maybe 2006. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Maybe it is a little later. I probably have it on DVD down here, to be honest with you. I'm trying to look at my <laughs> return encounter. Maybe it's that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but they, I didn't hate them back then. I just don't like this Kenny King gimmick now. But All right, so Kenny King, Rhett Titus. Mega powers explode. <laughs> I would say uh, comparable to that, possibly, um, would be... I would say Bray Wyatt and The Miz. Ooh, the, I'm uh, going to go, I'm going Kenny King, Rhett Titus. Which, by the way, that's not a title match. It's ridiculous. It's not even a title Kenny match, Ryan. Oh, okay. All right, what's well, seven? Let's just move on. <laughs> move on. Uh, WWE's version, I would say the next match on the list would have to be, um, just because we don't know, but with the rumor of the WWE spoiling this potential surprise tag team challengers, um, we're going to go for the Raw Tag Team Championship, the Viking Experience Raiders War, Raiders of War, Eric and (laughs) Ivar taking on uh, TBD, uh, making their return to be determined but again someone found in the coding who the hell has this time uh in the coding on the wwe website there ryan that's uh in the urls the zero one ones and whatnot uh that uh, actually the the challengers potential challengers for the raw tag team championships on uh sunday mark andrews and flash morgan webster from nxt uk if that is ought to be the case ryan what do you think of this potential matchup that could be awesome oh yeah a lot of high flying a lot of throwing around but uh it, it some pretty cool stuff could happen in this match i would say i'm i'm assuming it'll be a watered down version of the club again since they don't know how to book carl anderson into actually letting him work Oh, the By club. the way, it, 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 if and when you're here for Wrestle Kingdom, remind mm-hmm. me to show you um, from the G1, I think 2013 or 2014, um, in the finals, it's Carl Anderson versus Okada. Whoa. And you will go, holy crap, now I know why you became such a Carl Anderson mark. <laughs> let me just, let me just, because I need to make, make, Does he kick out better. of the, uh, the Rainmaker? Um, no, nobody Ooh, was doing that okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> nobody was doing that yet. I like that. Um, but do you, do you think Flash Morgan? No, they they have no chance, right? But nice exposure uh, no. for the Brits and, and, and the kid from Wales. Crap. 
I don't think really? that's even close to yeah. Why the hell? Like, it, okay, now, now let me say this. I would pop if this happened. But if you're if you're booking this match, you're going, all right, what are we going to do with the War Raiders? We don't know what to do. They're just like, let's have Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews show up. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, you got to fit up your Worlds Collide watches on uh, on the network there. So they could bury him like they buried Walter? Ooh, no, no. no they'll, they'll get more over. Um, so the Ring of Honor counterpart, I would say, um, is probably uh, Angelina Love, Maria Manic. What about that one? Um, I would rather watch uh, Viking Raiders just stand in the ring and cut a promo than watch that match. So uh, we'll go we'll go TLC on that one. <laughs> um, I, I this next these next set of matches here, Ryan, are are I don't know if they knew each other's bookings a little, you know, prior <laughs> what have you. But uh, these are as comparable as uh, as you can get. Ring of Honor, Jeff Cobb, Dan Moff. Uh, apparently a legend. They had a great match with PCO uh, a couple weeks ago here over in Ring of Honor. Uh, looking looking really good. Chris Daniels, uh, original. Chris Daniels and Dan Moff yep. were the were the the prophecy. They were like the first ROH Tag Champions. Whoa, is that when he was Fallen Angel? So it was all like yeah. demonic. Is that the Kit Kat theme? Um, so we had that <laughs> battle of the beast match, but Dan Moff looks pretty good in, in, in the highlights I saw of PCO. Some of the other stuff there, they had a little uh, video of him returning, you know, kind of being one of the ROH OGs there. Um, so I, I think this that's, match low-key is going to be actually pretty good, just like its TLC counterpart here, Ryan. Uh, so as we heard... And as we've experienced over the last uh, couple of weeks of this so 1990s uh, feud that I swear we just had with Alana and Rusev maybe a few years ago, even to be exact, uh, in a tables match, um, Rusev and Bobby Lashley, even with uh, this most, uh, I don't know, I would say... Storyline here. Um, this could be a damn good match. And the reason why I like the aspect of this match, Ryan, is because of one that we saw earlier this year, which I had no reason of enjoying, but uh, thoroughly did um, with Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. Um, I think Rusev is, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy Rusev. I think they could do some fun stuff. Barring injuries, you know, Bobby Lashley apparently still dealing with some nagging stuff here. But you say Dan Moff and, and uh, Jeff Cobb, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go that way. Look, I, tr- I tried to watch that backstage show because Punk was on it again. And it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I understand what they're trying to do. And I actually don't knock Fox for doing it. But it's, mm-hmm. it's still like, okay, Punk says something witty, like, well, Seth Rollins just isn't a good good guy. Okay, well, thanks for your insight. Like I, I don't like I get it. You're trying to. We say that. Like, I've I've been saying that me personally, Alex, for over the last I don't know since the uh, inception of this show. The, the, <laughs> I, I've I've always said it's just he, he's a vanilla wrestler. You know, he, he just it all the emotion just lacks authenticity. 
And, you know, yeah, he had a few months here and there where I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But the whole, you know, other thing, it just, it, it just never seemed believable. And that's always been my gripe. I know he's had his fan base. I know one of them lives in your house right there. But uh, for me, it just was never my anymore. my cup of uh, <laughs> ale. But it's So, like, he said they should make the loser half – or whoever loses the match has to keep Lana was his, his reasoning. Um, and, like, I – after watching Monday with that divorce angle – I have never watched a more forced promo that was scripted and trying to be said more than, than Lana's. And to her credit, she got a little, I'll give her that, when she would mm-hmm. randomly say things about the crowd. But man, oh man, that is, this is like, this is going to get the nod for me on one of my worst angles or feuds of the year. <laughs> when, when she's talking about all the places that, oh, do you just want to go on sex again? Sex, sex, sex. I'm like, oh my God, you guys are trying way too hard to be edgy. You know, and, and the, yeah. the safe company, as they call it, you know, because New Japan's not safe because they suplex each other on their head, even though every day in WWE somebody gets injured because they're so safe. <laughs> you know, we're not going to be that company who does blood, yet Bobby Fish gets thrown into the truck by the the Viking warriors and blood splatters out of his mouth. Like it's a, an action movie, like a Terminator movie. Like, <laughs> and then they do this. Now we're not going to be that edgy crap. And then she just says sex over and over. Yeah. It's stupid. I don't care. Like, I'll say this. This is something I've never said on the air too. I don't hate Bobby Lashley because I feel like at least he works hard. Like mm-hmm. he might not be the greatest wrestler, but at least when I watch him, I feel like he's giving effort. And that's more to say than a lot. Like Randy Orton, if he doesn't feel like working today, you're going to sit in the headlock for 20 minutes. Bobby Lashley at least tries to do things. He might not be that great, but at least he works hard. And Rusev does yeah. too. But it's once again, it's this thing where I just don't care. Like there's a match that I'm really, I will, I will honestly say there's a match I'm really, really looking forward to that would be the one match I may go watch that I would, I'd be willing to go watch this show live for. Oh, totally. And even then I'm like, but I, I just don't care about this company. And that's why it's just like, I'll go Jeff Cobb and Dan Mott because I don't know anything about the angles. I don't know anything about the storylines, but it's going to be two hosses just fighting. And at least I can just appreciate it because I don't Mm -hmm. really care what the outcome is because I'm never going to watch their TV show again. And what's like, great for Dan Moff is I think it's it's going to um, you know surprise some people, which then people will you know like myself mm-hmm. look to him and and his old matches you know on YouTube or or wherever well, you can find them. So I stopped my recording of ROH on my DVR. I just don't, I just don't care anymore. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. I, I that's why I'll go to the ROH match. Like I think the other match might could end up being better, but I'm just like, what do I care? I just you've given me no reason to care about your product. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's and and people, you know, it still cracks me up. I brought it up on Monday's show here, which you can find on blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media, wherever you pod your cast, uh strong style media and or WrestleCast Radio. Um essentially my 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 whole thing is people were saying, you know, NXT when they when they had the ratings and beat AEW for those uh, you know, couple of weeks there, they were like, Oh, you needed the big from Raw and, and SmackDown. I was like, no, dudes, it was the opposite. 
you know, yeah, Becky Lynch, it was kind of cool to see, whatever. But, you know, it was just, it was more so of like, oh, who from NXT is going to, you know, beat her ass? You know, got to see Rhea Ripley. And we're like, oh, nice. But I would say majority of the people were saying, oh, nice to Rhea Ripley, more so than, than the Becky Lynch aspect. You know, it's just planting stuff there, you know, for, for the, the main roster. But for me, it, it, it wasn't more... Monday and Friday helping out Wednesday, I think it was the other way around because it grew and it bolstered something into that company's ass where it made them, you know, kind of do storylines, you know, during that Survivor Series stretch that, you know, were, were different than what we were seeing. You know, the, the brand of warfare actually made sense with NXT coming, you know, over onto the weekly, you know, television, um, you know, aspect on USA. And it was just like, oh, but now it's just they're putting on better shows, I think, than Monday and Friday. And I've been watching these over the last couple of weeks, Ryan. And I feel more enthralled watching an NXT show now than I have Monday and Fridays in quite a long time. Yeah, and like I think the ratings thing is all sorts of weird, too, to be fair. Um, it seems like, a, like AW's won all but a couple weeks. And, you know, a lot of people pointed out where AEW lost the week of the World Series, and they lost the week of the day before Thanksgiving. I almost feel like AEW's fans are the ones that are just kind of, since it's not the over 50 market that that they're holding, Mm -hmm. AEW's fans are just going to, you know, they're not going to watch every week, but when there's not an event going on, like a real-life event, they're going to beat NXT. Because you look at the following weeks and they, they all, they rebound those numbers back. So like, mm-hmm. you know, like if like Christmas day, there's obviously not a show, but like if there was, that's a show I could see NXT beating because 18 to 34 demographics probably going to watch the NBA. So I think that's the, the one misconception with a lot of the ratings too. Mm-hmm. But I, I do agree that I think having NXT on those shows helps. Because I think that exposure, people, and, oh, my God, these people are awesome. Mm-hmm. And the fans that don't watch it got to see Rhea Ripley, got to see Adam Cole, you know, got to see Keith Lee, guys like that. So I, I think that definitely Keith did Lee benefit. had two fantastic moments, you know, on, on yep. your – on your Monday nights and of course at Survivor Series. I mean that if that wasn't a, a huge rub uh, for what's to come, I don't know what is. And and Keith Lee is a you know a star just from you know those couple of weeks and of course Survivor Series and War Games. But you know, so like that's that's the one thing where it's just they made the best of their opportunity, and I think that's what they need to get the credit for. Like like I said, I I was a guy who thought. Vince McMahon would panic the second AEW kicked their ass and they would do something. And yes, they mm-hmm. tied in Kevin Owens, and I think that helped. And I think I, I do think sending Finn Balor down there did help. Um, but they haven't done anything more drastic than that, which I think is mm-hmm. good because they need to realize well, I shouldn't say they, but assuming the powers that be, Vince McMahon needs to realize you have great talent down there. And mm-hmm. your main roster is one of the most talented put together rosters you could ever ask for, but you guys don't know how to book for shit. The guys down at NXT, you, if you went top to bottom, maybe you could say the WWE roster is better. Maybe you don't, but you could argue it when you, when you go name by name, 
but you'd never know it because you don't know how to book anything. So just mm-hmm. leave it alone and let them do what they're doing best. Let them get the exposure like you did, and then just don't just go away. Just stay away from it. And that's what it seems like is happening because, I mean, their, their product's been good. And, you know, maybe, you know, last week or two weeks ago, I might have actually said NXT, I think, was a better show. And I've been a guy who has stuck with the AEW formula because it feels like the, the late 90s again. But NXT mm-hmm. had a really good show a couple weeks ago. They always give you great matches. We can never argue that. But sometimes there's certain things that always just, you know, they, they overdo because it's the WWE formula. We're like, okay, I get it. You don't need to keep doing mm-hmm. that. But a couple weeks ago, man, they had a show that just, I mean, it was so perfect and so fluid. They didn't overdo it by trying to give you these half an hour New Japan style matches. They, they booked it well. Every angle made sense. It tied back into everything at the end of the show. And it's like, mm-hmm. just let NXT be NXT. Give them that main route, you know. Royal, here, okay, here's here's my fear, and I don't want to get too off topic because I'm enjoying this game here. After we're four matches in, my biggest fear is after supposedly Vince McMahon thought the main event of Survivor Series was garbage, and doesn't apparently doesn't think Shayna Baszler was anything special. I'm what? scared to death. Yeah, that, that was all. Yeah, you you could dig it out. I'll probably I'll, I'll try to find the article. Uh, a few places had it. But he thought it wasn't a good match. He thought it was slow. He thought it was boring. Whatever. I think he's an idiot. I just have this terrible feeling that Shayna Baszler is going to lose the title next week. She's going to end up on on WWE. She's going to win the Royal Rumble. And then she's going to get jobbed out to Becky at Mania. And then she's going to just kind of fade away. I think... um... I, I, I honestly think the exact opposite. I, I think it's a foretelling thing. Rhea Ripley will win the uh, NXT Women's Championship next Wednesday, um, the, the holiday show, if you will, uh, for NXT. Um, and I think, yeah, Basil has a chance to win this Rumble. I think she's a perfect challenge, especially how Survivor Series ended, where Becky Lynch took her out to send the crowd happy, you know, you know decimating so her through the table, what have you. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, the match, you know, you the main event at Survivor Series. Oh. What's that? Why? I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm just, it, it's just frustrating. Why can't you ever end the show with a heel on top? Like, why do you always have to have the good guy get there, come up and then make the heel look like a dork? Mm-hmm. Like, like and, and look like shit after that. She gets her ass kicked agreed. after the match. Come on, man. And because it was the long pauses of that beatdown that just made it drag out, where if it was done, you know, quick, quickly, you know, if Lynch just, you know, put her in this armor or the exploder and then, you know, just beat her up, that'd be fine. But it just took forever, and you're like, ugh. Yeah, but I think it's true. It, it oh, my God, you're right. They, like, set up all this stuff after the whole match yeah. is over. Like you just lost and you're you're yeah. laying there dead. Why are you getting up and beating up the winner? Yeah, I, thought, ba- I thought Baszler was the heel, right? God, <laughs> you know, <I'm> just... <laughs> like why does everything have to be so fifty fifty? Why can't you make a star? Why are you so scared to make a star with another person? It's pro wrestling. It's, and kudos oh, to Bailey in that open. spot, by the way. The the out of woman yeah. out, but I thought carried you know the match pretty well. Um, and and Baszler, I think, is the woman you need to have Lynch face. Um, and I think uh, Baszler is the one that that ends the year reign of Becky Lynch because yeah, Becky Lynch is going to be champion a year for Mania the Mania. And I think if you build that your next Brock Lesnar, your next beast 
of 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 a wrestler. I think Shayna Baszler is the one to do that for the women's division. Yeah, she did that on NXT. I think she could do that with the Raw women's roster. You know, you, you, after you take Becky Lynch out of the equation, then you could have, you know, fused with, with Charlotte there. Alexa Bliss. Uh, or is she on SmackDown? Yeah, she's on SmackDown, isn't she? Um <laughs> It's all confusing nowadays, but you know, uh, you know, Oscar, you know, uh, Kyrie Sane, you know, depending on the the tag situation, some good stuff there where Baszler, you know, can have some of those breakout matches she had in NXT. So um, I, I think that'll work tremendously. You know, rumors are though, Ryan, I'm sure you've seen as well. Uh, you know, the the heads-on favorite to win the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble is uh, Ronda Rousey. What do you think of that potential uh, swerve? on the universe there. Are we going to get a, uh, is, is that Rhonda from, uh, from you in 2020? I could see it. I just, I don't know. I, I just like, I don't want to kick a dead horse in the mouth, but 2016, 2015, 2016, 2016, 2017, whatever it was, I think 2016, 2017. Um, no, it was 2017, 2018. I don't know. It doesn't matter. My years are all goofed up. I'm sorry. What happened when the person who was the longest reigning champion relinquished their NXT title and then went to the main roster and won the Royal Rumble? She was beat clean in the middle of the ring. And then after being beat clean in the middle of the ring, she walked to the back like a geek as John Cena ran by her ready to face The Undertaker. She also made her debut in front of our own eyes, getting her ass kicked by Emma. Why do I have any confidence that they would do it right with Shayna? I don't. I have none. I have no confidence. I just, I just, I just don't understand how these companies get layups just handed out to them. And they hey, as we learned from MTV's The Challenge, don't always consider a layup a layup. As uh, D proved that for <laughs> Team UK. But but I mean you see, I mean you can't argue my point. They did. No. She is no different than Oscar. And what happened to that? She's tag champs, man. She she's she's hitting the mist on her her opponents and meaning and, trouble. And players. I like and I don't get me wrong, I like it, but. I mean, how long did it take for them to do something with her after uh, four after? years? <laughs> just, oh, since, I lived, I, since I lived in this town, uh, so <laughs> I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you a two for for Ring of Honor since again, rumored matches um, haven't really, you know, again, two matches are rumored, so not really too sure. Um, oh, we could take them anyway. Uh, we're we're two and two. The ROH has two victories. WWE has two victories right now. So there's what five matches I think left on each show. Yes, yes. All right, what do we got, baby? Give it to me. All righty. So, huh? Weird. Um, so for Ring of Honor, we will go. It all kind of depends, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this match could be a lot of fun. Uh, I am a fan of his, especially uh, from his days in progress. Uh, but we'll see Bully Ray take on the fan from, I mean, uh, we'll take on Mark Haskins in a, uh, in a Baltimore street fight. What's the, what's the WWE counterpart 
the counterparts of that would be Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. That's the only match I would pay to see right now, I think. Maybe the women's you think TLC. Gonna, I would, you think they're going to give them time? I, I think Paul Heyman's going to make them give them time. <laughs> I think they're going to get 15 minutes. And I think, I think this match, like, I'm expecting Cesaro, Alistair Black from a couple pay-per-views ago. Ooh, I think okay. I like that. I think this is when – when I said to you, big match buddy, we're going to get Black and big match buddy. It's going to – this is this gets the Ryan Cook stamp of approval as the <laughs> one thing worth watching on this show. I Oof. am uh, all in on this one. WWE takes oh. the lead with that one. They pulled out the, uh, the horseshoe <laughs> on that one. Uh, next up, WWE, we'll, we'll say the rumored match. Uh, of course, he's been off TV dealing with an injury, but they're saying possibly could film something uh, for tonight on uh, Friday Night SmackDown for the Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura defending the belts, possibly, if he's healthy, against Braun Strowman. Unless you were going to say Seamus. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's a, it's noon 30. That would be awesome. I, I'm all about a healthy Seamus. Especially, I don't know if you watch his YouTube workout videos. They the are awesome. or Celtic or whatever. Yeah, yeah they are really cool. Uh, the, the ROH counterpart for that, I would say, would be Shane Taylor um, defending the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. As we know, Shane Taylor is on the list, apparently, uh, <laughs> along with Polka Banner, uh, apparently won't be re-signed by Ring of Honor. Uh, that was released by Joey Mercury on Twitter, uh, but he will be defending the championship against Ryu Lee, a.k.a. Dragon Lee. What do you expect? Uh, we, we don't want Dragon Lee to win, right? Because that means he might be tied to Ring of Honor. Yeah. Oh, well... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, ROH on that one. Um, I think the match will be a lot better. But yeah, I don't. I don't know the outcome I want to that because I don't want. I don't want him anywhere near Ring of Honor, especially since he signed that deal with New. He's he's with New Japan now. He did sign a contract with them. That's how they changed the name. Um, oh really? Yeah. So he's officially there. And I mean, they, look at the game of prominent role. I mean, he's he's tagging with Hiromu against Liger in his oh, last totally. match. So, um, yeah, I'll go, I'll go that route. Um, yeah, I don't care about Shinsuke versus Braun Strowman. I'm sorry, <laughs> Shinsuke. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh my <laughs> gosh. WWE, uh, let's just go with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, hopefully given a lot of time, especially uh, with them being in Chicago. New Day uh, newly found a SmackDown champion tag champions uh, challenged by the Revival who were in the shot in a four-way uh, tag team, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, Revival, of course, everyone's pounding down for 2020 where, you know, they have rumored to not have signed any contract extension. Yeah. FTR in AEW. Um, who do we got, though? Of course, people think, we, especially with the releases that WWE did this past week, um, of course, being uh, Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee, um, Sin Cara at number seven, and uh, I believe uh, Connor and, and the other guy from the Ascension. Um, 
so, you know, people think uh, with the revival not getting their requested release um, that this is a way to just kind of mess with them. <laughs> Does the revival win the tag champions just like before when they said, hey, we're not resigning our contracts? Do you think the revival will pick up uh, instead of the Raw Tag Team Championships this time, the blue brands? Uh, no. I think Vince is stupid enough to go, let's just bury them so nobody thinks they can draw money when they leave. <laughs> so they'll just lose them Love until it. they leave. <laughs> What's that? What's our ROH counterpart? Ring of Honor. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go two matches here since we only have one match on the east side uh, next here. But there are two tag, champ- uh, two tag team matches here, Ryan. we got a villain enterprise is Marty Skrull. Uh, apparently his last Ring of Honor date. Um, well, at least for the year anyways, and Flip Gordon, which, what? I thought he got kicked out. Really confusing on there, but hey, Marty and Flip take over Baltimore um, to take on Bandito and Flamita. This is going to be a crazy match. Um, hopefully, Marty does not get hurt on the way out, a la Kevin Durant, but it just seems shifty, something <laughs> Ring of Honor would do because uh, uh, they're shifty AF. Uh, for the tag team championship, though, Ryan, this could be potential match of the weekend, depending on which Briscoes that we give it. Hey, they're in Baltimore, so you know it's going to get grimy uh, as they uh, defend their ta- uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships against the team of Jonathan Gresham. Yes, the octopus himself. And, of course, Derek Fury, Jay Lethal. Ooh, ACH's rival. I'm going to go with uh, ROH on that one. <laughs> ROH taking a fourth. That was damn tag actions, right? Yeah, I think I think both of those matches will be really good. Those, when I said you would be surprised by the card, those were the matches for sure that stuck out to me. Yeah, those uh, are now, good matches. TLC, hopeful main event in my eyes. If they're smart, they go out with this. But like you said, Vince, not too happy with the main event over uh, uh, during Survivor Series. Um, that feature three amazing women talents. This time you get four amazing women talents in the Kabuki Warriors defending their WWE Women Tag Team Championship against the team. Yes, half of the four horsewomen, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. I didn't know Becky Lynch has been on TV since she's been off, you know, ever since Survivor Series. Apparently she showed up. I just know they've been advertising this match even before Survivor Series for the Minnesota market here. Uh, so, spoiler, um, Kabuki Warriors are taking on the Horsewomen TLC match. Thank God this match is going to rock. Uh, again, could be the saving grace for the E this weekend. Uh, the counterpart, though, for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Got to give it up. Friend of the show, PCO, with challenge Roosh for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yes, Roosh taking on PCO. The monster among monsters. Take that, Braun Strowman. Who do you got? WWE. For our That's tough. Because I love Roosh. He's one of the only things that keeps my interest with that company. This ain't going to be a squash. And how many quote-unquote, hashtag dives, Ryan, will PCO do to the outside concrete floor over under for suicide dives? Oh, I hope the under after he split his face open doing the uh, malfunction dive that one time when he malfunctioned and dove out the wrong side of the ring and just smacked yeah. his head right off the ground. Um, oh, piss. 
just because I don't want anyone to have a better advantage over the other, I'll just say WWE, so it's 4-4. Four, four. Whoa. Um, tie, since it is tied, and there's two shows, I think I'm going to have to give the winner to Dragon Gate with DDT in second. I think it's yeah. how it is. <laughs> That's what we just went through. Just like uh, this week's episode of The Challenge, swerving all around. (laughs) Look, ROH has got a good card. Don't get me wrong. That's a really good card, honestly. I don't know. They're they're charging, I think, $39.99 on fight. I don't know if it's $40. Hell no. I would say $25. (laughs) Maybe $30. I'm going to fight TV right now. Whoa, that is an awesome picture of Roosh and PCO, though. That is really cool. Shout out to uh, oh, uh, the Into the Fire pay per view is actually starting at five oh five. That's a TBS time right there, man. Your Saturday night always at seven or five oh five. It's uh, question mark versus Trevor Murdoch. Question mark is really over. I think it's I think it's Brody King, but or uh, uh, jo- Josephus, I think under the hood, but I don't know. Uh, Allison K and Ashley Fox against Melina Thunder Rosa. Um, Eli Drake and Ken Anderson, Nick Aldis, James Storm for the title, two out of three falls, NWA national title, uh, Colt Cabana, Aaron Stevens, why is he still wrestling? And hopefully Ricky Starks wins it. Um, and then world tag titles, the wild cards, Thomas Latimer and Roy Isaacs taking on the champions, the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Over under uh, three Panama Sunrises from uh, Ricky Morton. Um. I'm going to go under just because there's only two opponents. Unless he heel turns on Gibson, that would give him the third. <laughs> <laughs> um, final battle, 34.99. I, I swear they lowered their price because I swear it was 39 this morning. I was like, whoa, okay. But one thing that is definitely worth your money um Warrior Wrestling 7. Yeah, we we, we did talk a, a little bit more in detail this past uh, Monday on episode 144, which again, wherever you pod your cast, look up Strong Style Media and or WrestleCast Radio. And of course, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Strong Style Media. Um, but Warrior Wrestling 7, I believe $14.99 on the Fight TV app um, will be available on High Spots Network, I believe, uh, within a few days as well. Pretty damn good card. Um, Riley McGuire taking on Dan Housen. Which has an interesting gimmick, a very satanic-y, if you will, kind of looks like a Dale Torgborg Jr., 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 but I saw ah. a little bit of the gimmick before Botchamania, one of the Botchamania episodes, Ryan, and I kind of dug it for the 20 seconds, caught my uh, attention, didn't realize he was a wrestler. Ryan, do you know anything about Mr. Riley McGuire, who, hey, I'm loving that acid wash jacket there, sir, taking on Dan Housen. Uh, anything about these two gents? Um, I don't know anything about uh, Riley Morgan, and I would be perfectly <laughs> fine never watching a Dan Housen match. Ooh, what, why the beef? I just think he's an idiot. I think it's stupid. I think the gimmick's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get the uh, the replay of Tito and Alberto El Patron for a uh, WWE replica title. Ooh. Which literally he won from. That's he. Uh, he did Delia. win that. 
the closest Ortiz will ever get to WWE gold. Take that <laughs> impact. Uh, next match, a, a I would say definitely for the Chicago Heights crowd. Um, uh, we are going to get a Lucha Fest, a four-way arrow star taking on Ray Horace Torres, taking on Gringo Loco, taking on Drago. Uh, this is going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, for sure for the live crowd, for the people watching on Fight TV as well. Uh, this match is going to be bonkers. There's going to be hashtag dives all over the place. Crowd is going to go nuts. Uh, Black Tourist or uh, Tourist though will be your MVP in this match, right? Right. Oh yeah. I now I, I will say this like so this show's only this show's fifteen bucks. Um, starts in six hours. I think it's definitely yeah. worth worth watching. Um, I'll I'm gonna I'll I'll buy it I'll buy it so you we can watch it tonight if you want. Um. 13 matches though this is a lot yeah their, their shows are generally four hours we, we generally would leave around 11 30 um but i i am intrigued that the x division title is on the uh the line in the yeah. carlos in, uh, romo Austin. watch out mm-hmm. for him he was he's uh a kid's partner a kid got a lot of love ah. in his match with um zach saber uh, a couple years ago oh yeah yeah, so I, I would rather buy wrestling tonight than buying Final Battle. So I'm oh, not totally. going to buy Final Battle. Uh, Fight TV, not to, not to like jump into something weird, but Fight TV is um, running uh, um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom both nights and New Year's Dash package for fifty bucks. Um, pretty cool, or you can just get the network and pay nine dollars. Ten bucks. But, yeah. So. Anyway, I apologize. We've never, we've never had an issue with that, right? Like with the lag no. or anything? No. No, it's always been fantastic. Get the network. Get subscribers. Baby. Huh? <laughs> Let's go to CGW. Um, anyway, keep going, Warrior Wrestling. I apologize. Yeah, it's Austin uh, uh, defending the, the Impact X Division Championship, as Ryan said there. Uh, Blake Christian, Templo, Templo Ario. I'm horrible at Spanish, and I'm Mexican. Templo and Carlos Romo. Um, be an interesting match. Saw Ace Austin live the last time um, I was at uh, at Warrior Wrestling. There, fantastic, fantastic presence. It made me a fan. Um, this guy could move, uh, as as we saw in the X Division a ladder match uh, from uh, their show out in Chicago um, back in October. Uh, you know, kind of sneakily winning the X Division Championship um, again. Showcase that that uh, that heelish uh, ways of Ace Austin. So. Uh, definitely should be a fun one for the crowd. Uh, women taking the spotlight here as Ring, uh, Warrior Wrestling has always done a showcase up and coming talents. Holly Dead taking on Savannah Stone. Uh, I will admit I know nothing, but Holly Dead looks awesome. Uh, thoughts on these two here, Ryan? Um, I've seen Holly Dead before. She's, she tags with Blue Thunder Rosa, uh, who was Cobra Moon in Lucha Underground. Um, Holly Dead was she she was on that Beyond show we watched last year WrestleMania weekend in one of the tag matches. Um, I wanted I, I always keep thinking it was the LAX match, but that was with um, Jordan Grace and I can't remember who her partner was, but uh, um, yeah, but Holly, Holly Dead and Thunder Rosa did tag on that show, but I haven't seen too much of her. But she's I mean she's been around for a while. Uh, Savannah Stone, unfortunately, I know nothing about. Um, but hey, but, we will. Uh, I mean, that, that's a nice thing. They they always you know showcase 
some up and coming talent in the women's division, you know, come kind of from around the, the indies here or, and then they usually have a nice matchup. You know, they've had Tessa Blanchard numerous times, you know, and, and Jordan Grace, you know, a few times here and there. So Kylie Ray, so, you know, they, they, they always have some, a good showcase. So can't wait to, to kind of see these two go at it here. Uh, the ego, Robert Anthony with uh, Ryan's wrestler of 2019, Frank, the clown, um, especially okay. with the match against Mick Foley over at warrior wrestling six. Uh, we'll take on Jake Atlas, which again, has been showing some stuff over during PWG. Uh, don't know too much about Robert Anthony, but, but intrigued to see more of Jake Atlas thoughts on this here, Ryan, and why you love yeah. Frank. <laughs> I like Jake Atlas. I think he's, I think he's a good up and coming talent that I think we could see start getting some, some exposure coming up here. So that'll be a fun, fun little match. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, all ego has been around for a long time too. So, I mean, he's an indie known guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank, the clown can suck it. I don't really care about that. Not uh, sure okay. of Jake Atlas. Uh, if he's done the Japanese tour with any promotions, but if he hasn't, he, might Which have done a DDT one, okay. but I'm, I can't guarantee that. Um, I want to say we did see him in one. Like, I felt like, like a rumble. Too. Yeah. What, what company do you think you could see him kind of doing a, a little mini tour, a mini excursion, if you will, with the company? Where do you think a Jake Atlas would, would kind of fit in there? Well, I mean, we, we've seen him do a good job with Game Changer and do a bunch of stuff with there. I mean, he's doing, as you said, PWG. I could see a guy like Jake Atlas going to an AEW. I think that's a company or like an MLW, something like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I think we give it a couple of years, but we'll see what happens. I, I think it's, I, I like him. I think he's a good worker. I think Jake Atlas is a really good worker. Cabal is just like, Hey, blah, 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 Jake Atlas in the end of a match. Nine receipts for nothing. The show is ordered. So oh. enjoy as I will tonight. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, one of the matches, uh, I'd say fr- friend of the show, Ryan. Ryan got to talk to him a little bit here. Sam Adonis uh, taking on Michael Elgin, um, you know, kind of having some some awesome matches for an impact. Uh, the match he had with Brian Cage and Warrior Wrestling, uh, earning some high praise as well. Um, but also some stuff over with Noah. Ryan, I mean, this this could be a pretty good match. I mean, you have the charisma of Sam Adonis, uh, also the scumbaggery. Um, and, and then Michael Elgin, you know, just, uh, I would say had some pretty damn good matches in 2019, um, like them or not. Uh, but what do you got in this match of, uh, two behemoths? Yeah, this should, this should be fun. Sam Adonis, um, look, he had a, he had a fun champions carnival. Um, yes, he did. That we, we both he got the crowd behind him, not yeah. in a cheerful way, but got him to care about the matches he was in. So that, that was a huge thing I, I'd say with Sam Adonis. You know, like, like I, I had, um, I sent you that video where, uh, you know, he, he got, he got Kento Miyahara to do his dance with him. Like it was entertaining. Yeah. Like he's, he kind of was getting, you know, he's getting some good pops from those crowds and, I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe they keep him around in all Japan a little bit. They need some. They need something in all Japan anyway because they don't. They don't have anybody. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like you mentioned at the top of the hour when he said, "Who's Kento Miyahara going to wrestle?" I'm not saying Sam Adonis is the guy, but you got to start taking chances on some of these yeah. people to to try to get somebody because, look, you may have the best wrestler in the world right now, 
but he's got to have somebody to have a dance partner. You know, he needs a dance partner. Mm-hmm. And eventually he's going to run out of them because yeah. he keeps beating them. You somehow get Adonis to pin Kento in a tag match, you know, and, and then you build something there. So then you don't have to do another no more uh, uh, Kento Miyahara match in, in March. Like it seems like they have been doing the last couple of years. February, March. <laughs> so uh, I, I agree, you know, you got to take a chance. And, and with, you know, how seemingly thin that all Japan roster is, you're just like, yeah, why, why not pull? the trigger on those, those type of matches there. So, and plus Adonis learns in the long run there too. Um, next match, uh, before his Texas death match that, uh, he will have over at the dome in Tokyo, Japan here, uh, here in January, Lance Archer taking on Brian Pillman. Whoo. Uh, EBD claw is going to be insane. Uh, I mean, Lance Archer is going to be a beast in this match. How many kids is he going to chase out of Marion uh, <laughs> as he's been doing uh, during the tag league over in Japan? I don't know, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Very jealous that we want to see Mr. Lance Archer there in person. But uh, I know you're you're not too fond of Mr. Pillman uh, there. Um, but, you know, hey, he's got the crowd behind his back. You know, yeah, he's still learning. So I think this could be a good match, you know, a good brawl if you will, a prelude to uh, Tokyo. And, and like, to be fair, I don't, I don't dislike, um, I don't dislike Brian Pillman. I just, you know, he, he's getting over and that's good, but I just think people are putting him over like he's as good as his dad. And I'm like, you got to pump the brakes, man. This dude is mm-hmm. so greener, than, you know, than bleep. You know, it's, it's kind of like when, when Garrett Bischoff decided to start wrestling, he's suddenly in like this giant feud. And I'm not saying Garrett Bischoff is Brian Pillman Jr., but you know, let's just pump the brakes a little bit. He's got a lot of work. If you had a generational wrestler to pick from, I'm going to throw you on the spot. Who do you have, Brian Pillman Jr. or Cody Hall? Oh God, Brian Pillman Jr. Brian Pillman Jr. Brian Pillman Jr.'s left leg is better. So shouldn't you believe that this is a far better matchup than uh, than than Lance Archer, Cody Hall? Oh God, yeah. Because because so Lance Archer, Archer could just bump Brian Pillman all over the place. Cody Hall will sit there and try to run the ropes and through like fallaway slams. And Lance Archer should be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Fallaway slams. First, I thought I thought I just imagine bad luck fallaway. The whole time he said <laughs> Him trying to do that to Fale would be immensely funny. Uh, next up, the it. true main event, I would say, of the weekend. I know I said that three times already, but let's be real. This match is going to be bonkers again. So, so sad I will not be there uh, back home, Marion Catholic, Chicago Heights. Get your tickets a few available or order on Fight TV because you will be amazed by the six-man contest here. I don't know who to introduce first because both teams are freakingly, let's just say it, Ryan, amazing. Uh, but let's start with the Rascals. Yes, Wentz, Xavier, Trey Miguel taking on the team of chaos. I remember pre-WrestleCast Radio when we, when we would do wrestling on SportsCast Radio. Um, what, what, anywho, um, 
I would see a hat in your office that said chaos. And I'm like, what's that? And you're like, you would explain. I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. What's it? New Japan. What's a Shinsuke blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, you know, years later, finally watching New Japan. Um, and, and they're throwing a pretty damn good chaos team there uh, for Warrior Wrestling. Amazing Red Honorary member. Uh, yeah, not a bad one to have. Well. <laughs> Not a bad one to have, but uh, I, also uh, along with uh, uh, Rocky Romero, who had a hell of an IWGP Junior uh, Tournament, uh, best of the Super Juniors, if you will, earlier this year. Uh, and and let's say Wrestler of the Year, one A, one B, it doesn't matter. Fantastic matches all over. But let's be real, they were straight in Japan. Will Osprey, Ariel Assassin, the man you heard at the top of the show. Chaos and the Rascals. God bless. We all are so lucky to witness this on Fight TV or live in person at Marion Catholic High School in Chicago Heights, Illinois. Ryan, what do you got uh, in this matchup? Wow, right? Could this sneak on of 2019, do you think? I expect no psychology in this match. I expect them to go out and just do nothing but high spots and just to, and the crowd's going to lose their mind. Except for Romero. Romero will do his crazy, I'm angry running clothesline attacks. Um, but no, I, I think I think this match, is, these guys are not stupid. They know what this crowd wants. This match will probably be 12 minutes and it's just going to be who can do more dives than the other guy type thing and the crowd's going to lose their mind and people are going to be going, five stars! Like crazy and I yeah. won't agree with them, but I won't I won't disagree with them either. And and that's exactly what I want to see. You know, okay, let's pump the brakes. This, this is a good like four star, you know, spot fest, but that's what I want. Like I just wanna see like did you see that clip from House of Glory the other day where Amazing Red um jumps, they're like interlocked hands, he goes falls on the ground, he um rolls back and does that spot where he puts his feet up and he lifts the guy in the air, and then he shoves the, the, the guy gets pushed off. He lands on his feet. The dude picks up uh, Amazing Red by his hands, but instead of picking him up onto his feet, somehow Amazing Red jumps all the way from doing like a nip up to the top rope. He's standing on the rope. He pulls the other guy up on the top rope with him, and then they do a Spanish fly onto the group of guys on the floor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I envisioned everything you just said, and I'm like, wow, we're gonna get that sixfold uh, there. There at Warrior Wrestling, I was I like, got well, that, I don't. That's I don't need to see any more spots in 2019. I know no one likes to talk, you know, numbers, booking fees, what have you. But Osprey currently lives in 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 Japan. He lives near Tokyo, what have you. Probably in Rapungi. It makes sense. He's chaos. <laughs> My thing is like you're flying him from there, like no other dates in the U.S. over the you know next couple of weeks into the new year. And by the way, yeah, he has to get back to Japan, you know, for for Wrestle Kingdom, of course. So you're flying in. What's is B Priestley like meeting? Like that would be worth it. Right? I, I don't know. Like like you said, like a 12 minute match, which you're probably 100 percent correct. Like. What what money was thrown <laughs> to get him here just to fly him back within a you know a few days maybe to a week? Look, look like, at the World Trade League. Dean uh, Ambrose or Dean Ambrose, excuse me, John Moxley flew in 
from from Vegas to Tokyo just to make an angle and then left. Yeah. You know? That's true. Just, Jericho just did that a few times over the last couple of years. Very true. <laughs> Look, I, I it blows my mind that they that's why I was so surprised that Osprey and Suzuki were on this show. You know, at least Lance Archer lives in Texas. Yeah. Very 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 true, but I mean, but it just show, shows you though too. Again, Warrior Wrestling is such an awesome organization. Again, proceeds to the ticket sales from the ticket sales to the schools and scholarships. I mean, for for Marian Catholic students there. So very very amazing stuff that that Stephen and do over at uh, Warrior Wrestling. One day we'll we'll get them on. Maybe before eight, or maybe after this event. Maybe we'll see how it is. The aftermath, the build up. The you know the, the uh, going on during the event and of course the aftermath there as well. Uh, look for it down the line. Uh, but as as Ryan said, Daddy himself, Minoru Suzuki, Kaze Nihare, uh, taking on a filthy Tom Lawler. Ryan, does this match already uh, kind of fail in a way if the crowd does not yell Kaze Nihare? Well. I hope they don't. It's it's Kaze Ni Nare. There you go. But, see, I already messed it up. <laughs> no, but see, the fact of the matter is you said hooray because that's what everyone should be doing when this man walks through that curtain oh, with gotcha. the towel over his head, getting to the ring apron, clapping his hands, going, you assholes better say what I use the three words that come out of your mouth when I get this ring. <laughs> and I, I, you know what? If you really want to do something wild, and I don't want them to do this, but this is how you get me mad, is as he's about to enter for that, you have Tom Lawler attack him. Like, this is going to be a shoot fight, right? Because, again, he's taking on filthy Tom Lawler. Like, this is like Bloodsport 1 like-ish right here. I can't wait. I cannot wait, man. (laughs) This is going to rule. If they just go in there and do what I think they're going to do, they're just going to beat the hell out of each other. And if (laughs) if I'm in Suzuki... I'm already pissed off at the awful Wrestle Kingdom booking on a couple of ends as it is. Yeah. Oh man, this this could be really tight. And if Tom Lawler just starts fighting back, oh, let's go! I can't wait for this match, man. I, I'm telling you, it's like the Ultimo Dragon getting his leg pulled so he can't do the Asahi moonsault. You attack him before you could do his entrance and just piss everybody off. Oh my gosh, Kaze needing a ray indeed. Um, yeah, that's. Lawler's I mean, this is going to be a twelve-minute banger. This is going to be a legit shoot. This is going to be submissions. This is going to be amazing. I mean, again, is what I think it's going to be. I don't think it's even going to go ten. <laughs> <laughs> like I think this is going to be just a seven-minute sprint shoot fight, like a Lesnar match, and I'm going to be like, yeah. If no one has any sushi ready, because I know they usually give their talent some some local cuisine over uh, at Warrior Wrestling, but it, get them get Suzuki some sushi if you don't get him some babas at least. Uh, get him the, the best Philly cheesesteak all around in the planet there over babas over in Crestwood somewhere around there. But anyways, uh, man, can't I wait. That guy at Toys R Us kept harassing me, going, "Y'all got need that babadi?" Because he wanted a Dragon Ball babadi figure for his kid. I don't know why that came to my mind. Oh, Dragon Gate. Or uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon, Dragon Gate. This has nothing to do with this main event here, but Warrior Wrestling Championship will be contested as champion Brian Cage, Swolverine, a.k.a. Ryan Cook, taking on yeah. uh, LP, yes. El Phantasmo, 
I really hope he flicks off seven kids as he makes his entrance. <laughs> but of course he will not because Warrior Wrestling is a family-friendly show, which is amazing. So he will have to tone it down. But uh, Mary Catholic Gymnasium will get crunk when LP uh, challenges for the, uh, again, Warrior Wrestling Championship. This match is going to be nuts. Do not let the Wolverine's appearance fool you because that man can dive and jump uh, just like no other. Uh, this is going to be nuts. Again, the final three matches of this card. Wow. Be prepared to be amazed there, Chicago Heights. Uh, LP, Brian Cage, what do you got? Brian Cage is going to win. Fantastic's not beating him. But I think it's going to be really fun. Oh, it's going to be really fun. El Fantasma, man, he he came onto the scene and people were just kind of like, mm, I don't know who this guy is. And, you know, there are people that said that I watched Rev Pro, you know. I was mm-hmm. kind of excited. I hadn't seen a lot, but I, I knew of him and I'd seen some. And, man, he just, he came into his own about halfway through that junior tournament. And you're like, oh, okay, gosh, yeah. this guy is going to be something good. And I'm excited, man. It's going to be fun. Him and uh, Ishimori against Rapungi 3K should be really good at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, which is exactly what I figured. Rapungi 3K was going to win that tournament. I knew there was no other way to do it. <laughs> because otherwise, what are you going to do with him at the show? Um, I know we wanted to talk the Wrestle Kingdom cards a little bit. I, I, I want to do like our full preview with you here if you're coming up for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we could do a quick touch base on them, or we could save it for next show. Um, I don't know what else you have on the docket here. I would say we can run them down. I mean, honestly, because we're, we're going to have more of an extensive analysis, like like Ryan was saying, pre-Russell uh, Kingdom, like we've had over the last couple of years um, here on WrestleCast Radio. But I, I think we can run them down. Um some good tag matches, some good single matches. Yes, Wrestle Kingdom is now two nights. The westernization still continues for New Japan Pro Wrestling, but it had to go two nights, right, Ryan? I mean, you were there last year, one of the biggest cards, uh, you know, in, in Wrestle Kingdom New Japan history there. I mean, they, they, do you think they've had enough to warrant two cards, or do you think it was specifically for the, uh, the, the, the Golden Run, you know, championship over on night two? where it's champion versus champion. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're smart about it. I think there was something like 4,000 um, foreign fans at last year's Wrestle Kingdom, and there was like 200 the year before. Whoa. So, I mean, it's like a – I mean, they're, they're getting big numbers with these shows. and So, I mean, it makes sense, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a little confused. When I, when I think of Wrestle Kingdom, I think of – I'm going to watch a card that is going to be better than any card I'll see the entire year because that's yeah. what they do. To start the year. <laughs> I, what, what I, my only issue is how do you have Shingo or even Suzuki or even Ishii only in an eight-man tag on one show? Like how, how did they not get a singles match? Mm-hmm. No idea why I, I don't get shows. Yeah. Like, how do you, and, and they, they were building to a Shingo Suzuki match on the tag league. Mm-hmm. How do you not put them on night two against each other? Or you know what? If it really is Suzuki's last match, why not have him 
go against Big Tom Ishii one more time. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe it's because they're going to have, like, Suzuki Goon's going to turn on Suzuki, and that's how they write him off. And so, okay, then I understand why you did the angle. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if, if it's just a basic, we're going to watch Yoshihashi take a pinfall, this is no different than, like, Road to Destruction. Or a WWE pay-per-view or angle. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, so... No, no, like, I'm sorry, but Yoshihashi, Toriyano, Tomohiro Ishii, and Goto, essentially, again, Chaos taking on Bullet Club, Chase Owens, Yujiro, Bad Luck Fale, and Kenta. Just give me Kenta Ishii. Just give me that match. Why don't you give me that instead of all of that BS? Those are the only two wrestlers out of eight that make me warrant to watch a matchup between any of, of these eight people. Yeah, Give yeah, us the that's, singles. That's my issue. It's like, if if don't this give is me Kenta Goto for the never well, championship. The, give me Kenta Ishii. That's the match I want. Well, the match the I want is Kenta Shibata. And, well, how do you obviously. have how do you how do you have two physical biggest angle of the year? Like, well, then they did it again. How do you do that twice and then not give us the match? Because it's going to happen at uh, Dominion where Shibata had his last match. Oh, Full yeah. Uh, invasion. Of, no, not Invasion. Sakura Genesis. April. Oh, Genesis. Thank you. Thank yes, you. yes. Um, I had to think. I was. I got confused there, too. I was thinking Invasion Attack. But um, they've done, they, I forgot they changed the name. But, like, is it another one of those when I say angle where does Goto get taken out in this match and then Shibata comes out and then they announce Kenta Shibata for night two? Because Goto can't can't wrestle, that then okay, then I'm fine with the eight man because you built an angle for the next night. But mm-hmm. if this is if this is just going to be um, Goto hitting Chase Owens with a Ushigaroshi, this is no different than a Cork and Hall show. You don't do that. Like Wrestle Kingdom is not for that. Like this isn't WrestleMania where it's like all right. How do we shoehorn our 94 roster members on the same card? That's not what this is about. Wrestle mm-hmm. Kingdom is you give me the best of the best. You don't give me two eight-man tags. And then, and, and then the other problem I have is how come we're, Archer and, and Moxley got to wrestle each other, and then the winner faces Juice, who lost the title, <laughs> whereas Moxley had to vacate because of a freaking tsunami. So you're saying Juice... So you're saying Juice should have faced Archer, and then the winner of that should have faced Moxley Knight too, or have Juice face like I get I look, you, but I, that's I impossible. Well, have Juice face Moxley, and the winner gets Archer. But see, do do you know what happened in the tag league? Yeah, obviously Finn you Juice, do. They're gonna do job. So now we know God's beating Finn Juice because Juice is gonna beat Moxley to get his win back Knight too. So I, I can almost guarantee now I know that Archer's jobbing to Moxley and that Finn Juice is jobbing to Girls of Destiny and then Moxley's going to job to Juice. So now I don't care about any of those three matches. Just like I don't care about the two eight-man tags. So I now, don't know. I, I think they, they have a little faith in... Because Moxley doesn't have anything after. Yeah, you could do the match with him and Juice because it's anticipated. As I did that in quotes that well, no one could see. Well, he back. And why but would yeah. you fly him out and use him? He's already there, so use him. 
But it I think sucks, Juice would be suited for the tag team championship. I it freshens too. that division up with David Finley. Yeah, that's a little weird to say, but hey, again, it's something different. Juice is over, which thus means David Finley is over, and hey, I, and I he think they, they could work for that. Yeah. You know, and so why not give them the belt and then just have Juice go for it, and then yeah, but he loses the Lance Archer instead. Because then, then what do you do with Moxley? If you already got Moxley out there, why are you not booking him twice? Uh, he challenges Liger. He's like, you don't need that tag match. We're going at it. <laughs> <laughs> or Moxley, or Moxley does this. You know, he's like, hey, you know what, Jay White, you suck. He takes him out, and he's like, Okada, I want you. You say you're the best. This is what I want. I'm the death but rider. Oka- Boom. But Okada's got to get his win back from last year's Wrestle Kingdom, so that's why Okada will beat Jay White. I know, I know, I know. Like, it, no one like, cares. And it's, it's, it's just... It was agreed. I mean, to to be fair, it's it's slightly frustrating because like it's so obvious put, of what's going to happen. They put together two great, you know, we get two Wrestle Kingdoms. And don't get me wrong, these matches are going to be great. So anyone thinking I'm bitching or Alex is bitching, it's it's more of disappointment that you look at the last three Wrestle Kingdoms and every year you're like, oh my god, how do you top this? And they have a chance to do it, and they have the most obvious booking. No, like I said, maybe there's a, maybe Suzuki gets beat out of Suzuki Goon. Like I said, then it makes sense why they did an eight man. I'm not mad. Maybe Which who becomes the leader, by the way? Is Taiki so they could kind of give him the rub? Build him yeah, up? Yeah, probably. I mean, or Saber. I mean, but well, I don't think yeah. Saber needs Saber it. would be amazing as a leader. Um, but but again, just to kind of give Taiichi that, that big little push, make him the leader? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. And, like, I'm hoping that they do some kind of an angle where Goto gets hurt and they jump him and then Shibata comes in and he goes, I'm wrestling you tomorrow. Give me that payoff. Or do you want or do you want that big payoff by actually having announcing that match and having people pay to see Shibata's big comeback match? I, I, I think if you do it like that, everybody... Everybody so you're who is walk-ups for day everybody, two would increase. Yeah, everybody who is shied on doing gotcha. two nights suddenly goes, "Whoa, man! Well, I didn't know Shibata was going to be there. I better do both shows." Yeah. Uh-oh. Does Uh-oh. that boost a thousand seats? Do you think at least? <laughs> Sydney in the house. He's excited for Katsuyori Shibata. <laughs> going ham. He boom. <laughs> I mean, look, if I was on the fence and you told me I'm getting Shibata's return, hell yeah, I'm the first guy in the line. <laughs> Kenta, jeez. Kenta's on that the That would be amazing. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be cool. Cool. You know? um, but I mean, I mean, the rest of the card's good. I mean, but it's just, there's so many, like, questionable things. Like, Wrestle Kingdom isn't for the random eight-man. Those are for, you know, power struggle. That's the pre-show. You know, well, the pre-show, give me the damn Rambo. I want to watch the yeah. Rambo, you know? Gorgeous or Matsuno making a random appearance. Yeah, like, let's yeah. go, baby. Sings his way out there. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. So that's just my only, like, concern is I was, I never said it, but I was nervous when you went two nights that you were going to overthink it and not mm-hmm. book correctly because you were just going to go, all right, we'll just put these guys together so we have 
something to fill the show with. And I'm like, don't do it that way. And they mm-hmm. kind of did it. But, I mean, let's be honest. Okada Abushi, um, Naito White should be good. Mm-hmm. Even Goto Kent is going to be good, if, if, being what it is. I mean, look at Evil doesn't get a one-on-one, but Sonata does. Yet Sonata couldn't get on the level of Kento Miyahara. I don't know. Didn't um, Sabre... Sabre Sonata was, was a pretty good G1 match, if I remember yeah, correctly. But I think I liked it a little bit more. But, I mean, I, I yeah, I would have rather have seen Evil, but they just faced each other, it seemed like, just three, four months ago. You know, kind of early fall. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of got- hard there. We get Osprey Hiromu. I mean, that could be the match I know. of the year. Right the Just imagine, I mean, we get one guaranteed return in Hiromu Takahashi, which mm-hmm. is a, a blessing in its own right after suffering a broken neck from uh, his, his tag mark partner. Um, of course, total accident, but, you know, they, they are friends as well. And Ryu Lee, um, sorry, on night two there, um, when they take on Liger. But, and I love that man. match. Oh, totally. I, That's going to be a fun because- match. You have you have Liger's biggest rival, Naoki Sano, and then you have Lee and Hiromu, the lifetime rivals. Like mm-hmm. I love the the concept oh, of these that's two guys beautiful. putting in there. That's and and that's yeah. one thing I was gonna say too. If you know, if we were, you know, and we'll we'll get to it next week, I'm sure, because we're running out of time here. Um, but you know, one of the feuds of the year that people probably will never mention that I'm willing to mention is. The the Dragon League Kameitachi Hiromu Takahashi feud. This mm. this this spanned in New Japan. It was in Ring of Honor. They feuded in CMLL. To the I mean, where they where Hiromu lost a mask versus mask match to him in a, one of those a place to sites match. Like these guys have been feuding all over the world for four or five years now. And now they culminate together with a tag at Wrestle Kingdom in Liger's last match. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, that's, I think there's a lot behind this that I'm really excited for with the match. And, you know, I, I, I'll say it now. People got to realize that when the eight man Liger, Liger and his buddies match happens, people need to not be pissed off when it's not that great. Cause it's not going to be that great. It's a lot of old guys, you know, <laughs> but just enjoy it for what it is. Don't be me when I watch Kenta and I'm pissed off the whole time. <laughs> so does Liger. So, does Sano finally get the the win over Liger in that eight man? Well, Sano beat Liger a bunch before. I thought it was the opposite. I thought Liger was like seventeen and three. Oh God, I, I mean maybe I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I know I know Liger couldn't beat Sano at first. Like they faced each other him. a lot, but then like I thought Liger had the upper hand. But but I I could be incorrect too well, since I said Kaze Nihare like an ass hat earlier. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, kind of bummed that that Shingle doesn't get a match uh, against Zack Sabre Jr. for the Red Pro British Heavyweight Championship. I think that would be far better than Sonata, Zack Sabre Jr., Shingo, the, the uh, I would say the low-key MVP of New Japan. A hell of a best of Super Juniors tournament that, that cultivated with him and Osprey having a match of the year candidate there. Um, and and just, you know, doing well in the tags and, and moving up to the G1, having some pretty damn good matches there as well. Um, Shingo, I think, deserves better than an eight-man, but hey, it's LIJ, not too shabby when they go against uh, Suzuki Goon. So, I mean, that's that's a damn win in, in our eyes. 
better than the, uh, the the Bullet Club Chaos match. But who do you got? I mean, do, does is it Naito Abushi with Naito winning it night two there, Ryan? I think, man, Liger did beat him a lot as Keiichi Yamada. You're you weren't kidding. Holy crap! Um, even in the tag matches, man. Um, Sano won some of the, or he won the earlier matches. That's I think that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, man, Liger was. After about 1984, he started whooping his ass. Wouldn't it be poetic justice if he gets the pin on Liger, though, in the eight man? Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> had, um, uh, from 96 to, or 84 to 96, they had 118 matches. Wow. That's insane. Um, uh, you know, I I think the money is you have Naito beat Okada the second night to get his win, but I really I'm really behind the whole thought of having Abushi beat Okada, and then Naito beats Abushi because mm-hmm. you could then save um, Okada and Naito for next year's Wrestle Kingdom, and now you have another big time match that'll draw because you could have Okada win the G1, and then you could have Naito nice. beat his win back then. But I'm just going to say, this is just a crazy thing I'm going to say. How funny would it be if Naito didn't win again? These Naito <laughs> fans would lose their minds <laughs> like if he didn't. Because I didn't think he was he was losing to Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. It's uh, got to give him a shot in the well, arm to the character. I mean, he's kind of Seth Rollinsing it in my eyes. I mean, yes, again, him and Ibushi feud of the year, definitely a candidate of, of 2019. Some of the stiffest uh, receipt-making matches on those two. Uh, watch out for your head when you're in the ring or, or near them uh, in and outside of the squared circle. Um, I, I just think that's that, that culminates after a year. This is your hey, guys, go knock it down one more time, and then you're not going to touch for, like, another, like, eight months, yeah. hopefully. But but that, that's the thing with Naito. It'll be interesting what he does as champion. Are we going to get the, the random Fale match that we always get with Okada, when Okada's champion? You know, how would that work? Would that be interesting? Probably not. But you have Naito and Kenta. Then you have LIJ, LIJ members going after him, which... I think Shingo would be a good one to have maybe at the anniversary show there, depending on if they do the, the junior there. Um, and then if not Bushi um, or yeah. Despy, welcome back. Um, but, you know, you could do something uh, along those lines, but uh, it all depends on the new Japan cup too, and who they want to push early on to kind of, you know, see how him and Naito draw um, not only the fans, but their chemistry. But uh, I, I think Naito's the safe pick. Um, I think Abushi as the guy that chases, as you always say, for the title, um, it, it makes more of an interesting uh, story than uh, than being champion. So I, yeah, I think I mean, that that's that's a better thing there. And you could do, you know, Naito learns from his mistakes and he finally beats Okada. It's a good story. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you think that's what they do? Surprisingly, Okada Naito night two. I wouldn't be shocked, but. I also wouldn't be shocked if they decide to throw it in their back pocket for another year. Because at least the reason why that would make sense is because it is title for title. Naito is more associated with the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, while Okada is synonymous with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So I think 
in that retrospective, it's like your Hogan Warrior WrestleMania six. Kazuchika Okada, Naito, Tetsuya Naito, champion versus champion. That's pretty damn cool. That's epic. That's Godzilla King Kong. That's just what to me would be such an amazing moment in the dome day two. Yeah. I mean it's it's gonna be interesting because there's a lot you can do with it. We just don't know what they're gonna do yet. It's kind of the that's kind of the nice thing about it. Whoa, shocker. <laughs> Surprise. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, wait, what? So we'll that's see why we happens. can fantasy book and fantasy book and fantasy book because we got a few weeks to do that. Uh, of course, card is always subject to change. Man, they 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 <laughs> definitely went for it a lot here. Uh, August tenth or July thirteenth, eighty nine. Liger Sano double count out for the title. Uh, August tenth that year, Sano defeats Liger. They rematch um, a month later. Sano defeats Liger again. And then two months later, in January, Liger defeats Sano. I think that was the bloodbath one. So, I mean, they, man, they were Whoa. going hard at the end of it. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, we'll have a more extensive preview as we get closer. Um, we got our year-end stuff, awards, decade stuff. We're going to kind of still talk about throw around here as we go. Yeah. Uh, we got to figure and, out a time. Mm-hmm. And speaking. New Japan, Ryan, um, just as I was thinking uh, a week ago, randomly, I was just like, holy crap. Like, oh, I think it was when I watched uh, a a tag league match um, just on the treadmill. Um, And I was just like, whoa, it just hit me. I was like, Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi, I think, is the the rivalry of 2010, or at least the, the, the feud that I think catapulted professional wrestling internationally kind of all over um, more into a broader, broader avenue here and, and put new Japan on the map where it was causing people to, to take Dave Meltzer's star ratings, uh, you know, a little more seriously. Like who is this Okada guy? Who is this Tanahashi guy? And people learning the history of new Japan wrestling. And then, you know, like fans like myself, you know, gravitating to other wrestlers of that company and, and, and realizing the magic that they do and, and the matches there. And what I want to do is kind of go back and kind of watch it from the beginning to kind of the last, you know, kind of singles match that they had here, I believe uh, for his uh, Okada's uh, title defense there to break Tanahashi's record um, this past summer. So uh, yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to kind of break down the rivalry because who better uh, knows it uh, than than Mr. Ryan Cook here, so it, it'll be interesting to get the professionals' analysis to this rookies' analysis on on how this robbery kind of shaped the, the landscape uh, going into this next next decade of pro wrestling. Oh yeah, there, there's not there's not even there's nothing even close to this that touches this feud. You know, just like find me somebody who could beat Okada for rest of the decade. Oh, you can't do it. You know, find me somebody who's who could beat Gato for Booker of the Decade? Up, oh, you can't do it. Find me somebody no. who's going to beat Tanahashi Okada for Feud of the Decade. Up, oh, can't do it. I mean, it's it's you don't even have to think about it. It's it's one of the easier awards, like decade awards, to think about. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not even close. Um, so yeah, that'll be we, fun. We really don't even need to have a show. It should just be a, an Okada retrospective, and a New Japan well, I mean, retrospective. It's 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 just like I like when I look at the the wrestler of the decade. I think 
if you put Okada one and Tanahashi two, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm-hmm. I think my one, two, three is Okada, Tanahashi, and Cena. And I, I mean, I guess you could, if you wanted to argue Cena over Tanahashi, I wouldn't fight you. But I don't mm-hmm. think you could argue. I mean, without Tanahashi, Okada never became what he was. Yeah. Very true. I mean, I mean Tanahashi built arguably who could, a guy who could go down as the biggest star ever in our in our wrestling. <laughs> and then they tagged. The Mega Powers collided. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll hit you guys back next week here. I'm getting a big summoned. With um, a review of Warrior Wrestling 7, uh, yes. TLC, and Ring of Honor clips. Maybe yeah, what, what catastrophe will happen in Baltimore in Ring of Honor this weekend? Will uh, a yeah, fan make, get make, pulled out? Make sure next week you guys crush uh, when Alex crushes his TLC review for you guys and I listen. Oh, no, we got DDT. I'm, I'm sorry. That's way more And Dragon Gate. We got Dragon Gate. Gate. Sorry. Two shows coming at you next week. Puro <laughs> style. An no, American. You know, you know damn well I complain the whole time, but I'm going to be bored. And I'm going to watch TLC. And then yeah. I'm just going to bitch, piss, and moan like an angry kid while I watch it the whole time and look like an old curmudgeon. Oh, this is so bad. Well, then, Ryan, stop watching it because you're not helping the problem. Packers, Bears, TLC sounds like a gay, uh, like a good day. <sighs> it's going to be interesting. I'm excited. Bears. I was glad we got to uh, knock two out this week. And uh, we'll get back next yeah, week. Yeah, our gotta... one fan deserved it. So thanks, fan. Yeah. Thanks, thank one fan. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one.